Welcome back. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever. Wherever you are. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> this is Trisha. And I'm Evangelist Lorianne, and we are kicking, kicking it, it with Jesus. Jesus. Oh, man. So, episode three. Welcome. Amen. Amen. Come on in, season five. Last week was a. I titled it Stay. Because mm. it was a good a good talk. So if you haven't listened to it, pause right here, go listen to it. Right. And it today I was listening to a TikTok because you know that's where I get my news and everything about you know. Yeah. So I was listening to this guy. His name is Doc, and he was talking about somebody asked him, "Hey Doc, how do you how do you how do you get your keep your thoughts captive? Like how do you take them into take captive. them captive?" And I thought it was super encouraging on what he said. And then I started thinking about our podcast last week because we did speak about suicide. Yes. And what Doc was saying in the TikTok was, on average, we have 4,000 thoughts a day. That's a lot of That's thoughts. That's a lot of thoughts. Average. Most people are not average. So we thought. probably have about 10,000 thoughts. That's what he's saying. Like he yeah. was saying, like, we're like a cell tower. So thoughts are just bouncing off. And... We don't just come up with our thoughts. Thoughts are given to us. And I just felt that to be so powerful because, you know, people that are going through have suicidal thoughts. You know, those are not your thoughts. Come on. And I wasn't even, I, this just came to my mind, so I'm going to say it. Last night I was having a conversation with my husband. And we were just like going back and forth. We were talking. He's like, I don't even know if I ever told you this, but when you were pregnant with Octavia, I just had these thoughts as I was driving home going fast. Like I should just drive my truck into that phone pole. I was like, no, I remember you telling me that. I said, however, those weren't your thoughts. Right, right. That was a lie from the enemy. And he's like, yeah, now I know that. It took so many years, like Octavia's three and a half now, so it took so many years for him to actually find Jesus to understand that our thoughts, not all of them are ours, you know, right. and there is an enemy out there that wants to destroy you. The only thing that he wants is to destroy you, right. to put a dig into Jesus. Yep. That's it. He doesn't care about you. He just wants one more person not to go to heaven. Come on. And that's the truth. I think that a lot of times, Trisha, um, there's so many people that that don't understand that realm, that don't understand that, that that's where we are a lot of times, and they get these thoughts, and then they speak it out. Right. And now you're giving life to something that... It was just a fiery arrow. Right. It was a fiery dot. It was a fiery thought. I mean, it's hard to Come take on. them captive. Like that Come TikTok on. was very Deep. powerful for yep. me because I know that I get my, like I, I said on one of the podcasts, how do people meditate? My brain doesn't stop. <laughs> Come on. I can't, I can't just numb out what? How do you stop the thoughts? Yep. Because all my brain does is, is think. Right. And I can, now that I'm saved and now that I'm walking with Jesus and now that like Jesus is like right here with me, you know, mm. I, I'm starting to understand the difference between what are my thoughts, what are his thoughts and what are the enemy's thoughts. Cause the enemy throws thoughts at me every single day Come on. and they're always negative, but that's how you know, you know, anything that let's just clarify that. Anything that makes you feel less than, mm. makes you feel worthless, makes you, you know, takes you into a place of, ugh, understand, that's not even your thought. Right. That's not even your thought. That's the enemy placing things within you to bring you back to or to hold you in, you know. Exactly. And it's awful. To keep you from the glory that God has for you. Because if you can just keep them just a little bit Come on. to not get there, you're not going to help somebody else get there because you're too busy thinking about 
all the thoughts that you have going on in your head and how depressed you are. Right. You know? Not even, you know, like I said, you know, this young kid, you know, I know that we talked about it last week, but the one thing that 2020 brought, and I don't care what anybody says, I mean, I don't know what statistics are, and I don't follow stuff like that, but the one thing that I can say honestly that 2020 being locked up for, for a season and then losing things, your job and, you know, it definitely brought in a wave of depression straight across the board. Black, white, Asian, name it. Young, old, it just brought a wave of depression like never before. And that demon has just went. Right. And it's still. Well, the, the rates did go up higher. Right. From and that. three years into this, we're still in this sea of, you know, people taking their lives because they believe that they will be better set off. free. Right. That everyone else will be better off. And it just, the enemy speaks. It's awful. Awful. It is so sad. It is. But it is very powerful that we are able to take our thoughts captive. Yeah. We can do that. Jesus tells us to do that. It's just leaning into him and to the Holy Spirit to help us, guide us, to figure out how to take that thought captive. So how would, how would someone that doesn't have a relationship with Jesus do that? How take would... your thought captive? See, I don't know if you can without him, but I think if you don't have Jesus and you're like, I do have those thoughts, I do have depression, I do have suicidal thoughts, I think the only thing, the first thing that you should do is say the name Jesus. Come on. Because that's, that's the only thing that you can do. Because then the moment you start opening up yourself to Jesus, he's going to step right into your darkness. And then he's going to help you. You may not know how to take the thoughts captive right away, but he needs to be in your in your lane with you. We went to go see, me and you went to go see that movie After Death. Right. And the young man in the movie that gave his testimony, he was... Um, a Buddhist mm -hmm. his whole life. Yep. Now, I don't know too much about um, Buddhists, honestly. I know that they, you know, where I go to get my nails done, I know that they, they have one in every morning. They burn incense and they give this statue of Buddha food or money or fruit, whatever. They, mm. But they place something there. And <clears throat> so correct me if I'm wrong. So there was a demon called his grandfather, correct? It was a grandfather. His it was grandfather. grandfather. I don't. Grandfather. It obviously was a demon because it wasn't his grandfather right. talking to him, but it was his grandfather but who in, said it. He thought it was his grandfather. Right. Kill yourself. Yeah. Do it now. Kill yourself. Hurry up. Right. Um, Come to where I am. Yeah. And so he he slit his throat. Correct. Yeah. All right. That demon grandfather, you're not dying fast enough. Hurry up. Right. He slit his stomach. Was he the one? That was going down, 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 or was that? I think the one that was going down, down was the one that overdosed on drugs, laying in the bed. Okay. What happened to him, the Asian man? Do you remember? I'm getting them confused, but I, I, but I don't, I don't think that he went to hell. No. There was two of them that did. The one that was taking the drugs, yeah. and then the one that was in the hospital bed, who went out of the room. And, and they, he was in the hallway. And they, they were and gnawing they, at his eyes. Okay. But um, I can't remember. If, I don't think. There was only two people I remember that went to hell. He, the young Asian man, he had something happen. I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember his testimony. 
but he's in my heart right now because here's this young man he, he was brought up Buddhist his entire life and he ends up having an encounter somehow I'm pretty sure he, he was stood before God. I'm pretty sure he's one of the ones that was in heaven. Okay. But he ends up becoming a chaplain. Yes. In our army. And helping people dealing with depression. Isn't that crazy? That is totally phenomenal. You know, side note, talking about depression and when we went to go see that movie I don't know how we got back on the subject it was me huh who are we talking about the movie now yeah they all had the same experiences ranging in years right. I think the first right. one was what 1965 oh I have no idea the years but yes they're all different years different years don't know each other anyways they all say the same thing one, they can see themselves above their, their, their flesh, their body is wherever. They all say that. They all say that God is light and in the light is life. And they all felt a tremendous feeling of love. And all those attributes... In the book of Revelation, that's what God is. Right. And I remember sitting there, like, at certain points, like the Asian kid, I cried about him. They also all said that you see your loved ones. Yeah. And when I, the night Jesus came into my bedroom, I had aborted two children. And I remember... I don't know, I think it was maybe two weeks before Jesus, I met Jesus. I remember being in a fetal position on the bathroom floor, feeling like a complete murderer. Mm -hmm. And I'm just talking about me, right, okay? Right. And I remember When Jesus came into my room, Trisha, Jesus said to me, your children are with me and you will see them again. So when that movie, when they said that, I was like, I knew I heard him. Right, right. I knew I heard him. So when the movie was over, and I don't think I told anybody this, the lady that was sitting on the side of me, I had no idea who she was. You're right, right. I did pray with her. Oh, I did tell you. I, I said, I looked at her and I go, and we're both just like crying. And I said, I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to sound weird, but can I hold your hand? And she gave me her hand and I prayed. And the only prayer that I prayed, Trisha, was that we would learn how to really love the way God does because we don't right now in this hour in this season Trisha when you look out everybody's hot headed no patience mean spirited darkness just I mean and I'm not saying all people I'm saying Just slow your roll a minute. Right. Take time. Breathe. Smell flowers. Give somebody a helping hand just because. Right. Don't expect anything back. Yeah. I don't know. The the depression rate is just so off the chop. It's astronomical that there's not enough counselors, not enough therapists. Not even about regular doctors. It's, you know I mean? it's crazy to me where we are right now. Well, not to change it from one negative to oh. another negative. Oh. 
but not you know you wanted to talk about the ten virgins come on evangelist Lorian. what is the ten of ten virgins <laughs> you know i just i really feel like trisha honestly we are in a time where god is this clock that's happening in heaven is moving very quickly and if Everybody can honestly say that things are happening so fast now. Like, where did 2023 go? Mm. We're in November. I know. <clears throat> what? I know. And so, God just keeps bringing me to this parable of the ten virgins where five are wise and five are foolish. And I feel like <clears throat> a lot of us Saved and unsaved, okay? And I can honestly say that I've been a foolish virgin mm. where it's a matter of being prepared. Right. Are we really? Are we really? Or are we, Jesus, are you going to make me rich? And you don't, you don't say that out loud, but you think it in your heart like, God, what about me, 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 me? Right, right. You're not thinking about you or do you need help? Do you, do you know what I mean? You're not preparing for the day that you meet Jesus. Right. Your oil, you don't bring it. In other words, every time you read about oil, it's the Holy Spirit most of the time in the Bible. So are you allowing the Holy Spirit to work in and through you where God is shining something on your heart? He wants to take that from you. Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to process you mm. through this refining fire? And a lot of times I just don't think that we do. I don't think we allow God to to do that. And I, I said to you when you came in, you know, I feel in my heart, Trisha, that, you know, Christian people are notorious for saying this. Do you know Jesus? <laughs> but do you? <laughs> right? And that that's what we do. Like, do you know Jesus? Nah. How about, does Jesus know you? Right. You know, this, the seven sons of Sceva, they were, they were proclaiming in Jesus' name that Paul preaches, trying to cast out demons out of people. And one day the demon speaks back and says, Paul I know, hmm. and Jesus I know. But who are you? Right. Now, Imagine a demon saying that. I'm telling you. But Trisha, seriously, like... What's Jesus going to say about you? And I really feel in my heart that when you're saved and you've got this stamp of ownership from Jesus and you belong to him, hell knows your name because now you've become a threat. Do you know what I mean? And you... You pray, they can't stand when you pray. Because when you pray, you're communing with God, number one. Number two, when you pray and you ask God for certain things, God moves on your behalf. The Bible says so. Right. And so, that is the very first thing that the enemy takes from us, is our prayer life. Right. Because... We become a major threat to his kingdom. But, you know, I just really feel in my heart that for the people that are struggling in depression, in like a heaviness, and the thoughts don't stop, and it's a matter of just crying out the name that is above every name, Jesus did and I did I send this to you this TikTok? 
about money? No. Because you just said that, and I just listened to this. Not to cut you off. No, go. <laughs> I forget who said it. I'd have to go on, and I can't really remember, but he was talking about Jesus and taxes. The huh. story about Jesus and taxes. And the Pharisees came to him and said... Do you pay taxes? Right. And, and or the fishing, right? Who's on the coin? Oh, Caesar. Who's on the coin? And they said, Caesar. Okay, so pay Caesar what is his. And give God what is his. What he says, and what the guy said was, what are on dollar bills? You could rip a dollar bill in half, and it's still worth something. Because there's a dollar bill, and it's a seal. There's a seal on the dollar bill, right? If you don't have a seal on the dollar bill, it's counterfeit. Right? It's not worth anything. We, what Jesus was saying is that we are, are that dollar bill. We are that money. Our, us. Yes. We have a seal on us when we accept Jesus with ownership. Do you have that seal on Come you? On. How, you just said that and it just came to my mind. And how like powerful is that? Because you can't, our, our worth in God <clears throat> can't be erased. You can split us in half, but we still are our worth. However, you still need the seal on you, which is the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus in you. That seal, because you can go to heaven if you don't got that seal. Wow. That's powerful. Absolutely it is. Because does Jesus know you? You can live this life, 100 years, maybe. And you could have a good life. I do believe that there's certain people out there that aren't followers of Jesus and in their mind and in their daily life, they have a good life. The enemy allows that. Jesus as long as it. you don't bend his rules. But then what happens? Exactly. What happens after that 100 years, say? I mean, I don't want to live till I'm 100, but... Maybe. Listen, side note, <laughs> rabbit trail. Sorry. <laughs> I was watching a thing on Netflix. I think it was seven different places where people are living to 100 and up. Okinawa is one of them. I think the lady was like 107, 110. Oh, I was like, what? And when I tell you, her, like, her face was beautiful, hardly any wrinkles. Like, what? You wonder why she doesn't live in America. It's Eating crazy. the food it was, that we eat. It was everything that she ate. She grew out of the ground. She raised ducks. And, like, it was just... She was eating what she did. Right. Just beautiful, though. Side note. Sorry. I mean, that's where I'm trying to get at. Is it just me or are we all over the place I'm just saying. We are, but that's... I really am. That's just kicking with Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We're just kicking it. (laughs) But no, I mean... Back to the Ten Virgins. Yes, I agree. Do... What's the point of life? If you just live, I mean, I guess if you just think that there's nothing else after this, but what if there is? I heard, I heard this other thing too about everybody believes that there's a God, right? Mm. Everybody believes that there's a God. All, everybody's religion, there's a God, there's a God, right? But what is, what happens, I forget exactly how he was saying it, but like what happens with the one true God and the enemy? The enemy is going to be deceitful, right? So he's going to try to take out the one true thing. What's happening right now? Come on. Everyone's trying to take out Christians. The one true God. Where God resides. You know what I mean? Why is it okay that you can bash Jews or people that believe in Jesus or Jesus himself and mock him? But it's not okay to mock Muhammad, right. Allah, because those are the true gods. Buddha. We're just trying to take out. So, are you really sure that there's nothing else after this? Because I'm just saying, I don't. The one thing in that movie that stuck out to me. I was just thinking it. I was just thinking it. 
I don't know if you're going to say the same thing. I probably won't say the same thing because we don't know what happened to this girl, but it was a five-year-old girl. She wasn't on the movie. She just The guy was just talking about her. She was blind from birth. Yeah. Okay? She fell into a lake and drowned. And she was standing in front of her body on the lake looking at everything she saw. She could see and she described what she saw. So if you're gonna, and that's not even having an encounter with God or anything. If you're gonna tell me that you don't have a soul and nothing happens when you die, that means you don't have a soul. Cause what's gonna happen? Your soul doesn't die. That little girl stood there and t explained what the birds look like and the feathers and the colors. Come on, there's something else after this. No, it wasn't the colors. She explained what it looked like, but could not articulate what the colors were. Right, because she's never seen it. Right. Because she was blind from birth and she right. was five. But this a five-year-old is not going to lie. What I thought you were going to say was, in the movie, they said... You know how like we, when we sleep and we come up out of our sleep, and, you know, we're just still kind of, that's the way this life is right now compared to when your spirit comes out of you right. and you're hovering over what you see is a slab of meat. But right, like the right. guy said, he said, it was like I was alive and this here now was sleep. That's what he said in the in the movie. And so I just I really felt like that movie had a lot to say. I wish that they would have directed you how to get to heaven. Right. I do too. I did I did keep saying that. Like they're not telling you how to get to heaven. They did a little bit and I get it. I get it. You can't it's a documentary of people's experience. But, <laughs> right. how do you get to the heaven that everybody experienced? Because in the Bible, it only says there's only one way. And that way is through Jesus. Come on. It's not through Allah or whatever, Buddha, whatever the rest of them are. I just really feel in my heart that we, as Christ followers... That's what God has called us to do. To open wide our mouth, love people, not shove Jesus down their throat, love them. Right. And let them see Jesus in us. Right. It's not always easy. And it doesn't always work. You know what I mean? Because we're still made of dirt. Right. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going, oh, so act any old way because you're made of dirt. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't think that you're perfect and don't think that it's going to be kittens and cuddles right. every single day because it's not. Right. Um, I flipped out the other day and I said, <laughs> F, 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 F. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, can you just crucify that in me? Right. But, you know, you, you still live with a sinful nature. And that never goes away until I cross over mm. and this is done. And I'm face to face with him. Then this, this sinful nature will be gone. But until then. You know, like a lot of people in that movie also said, like, I didn't want to come back. Mm. Like I think it was the love, Trisha, that that overtook them while they were there in his presence. Because they didn't. Nobody entered. Not that I can remember. Nobody entered into heaven. No. They just saw him. Right. And seeing him, and it's biblical. You see that in the right. word. When when people on earth, Ezekiel. Daniel, when they see angels, when they see Jesus, they all fall down like dead people. Right. 
And I think that like the love that they feel, I think, because if you think about it, God created us, mm. right? So when our spirit stands before him, he genuinely created us, loves us, wanted us, that feeling of a parent that loves their child so much. Mm. However, when you're born into a sinful world, you can't understand that love. You could have parents that love you unconditionally, but they're still sinful people. Right. You know what I mean? They still yep. have that sinful nature where you mess up and you feel the cold shoulder. You know what I mean? Yep. So when you're standing in your spirit form with God, I can understand that. Because God never stops. Ever. He never gives the cold shoulder. Isn't that a beautiful thing? You know, I said Sunday in my service, when I was, when I had gotten saved, and I know I've told you this story before, but for me, it was, it's a big deal. And it, I think it sh it's a, a big deal for a lot of people if they listen. When I got saved, because I didn't have a dad, I remember Jesus telling me, I was in the living room on the floor, and I know I've told you this before, but I heard God say, I'm going to be your father. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know what that means. And he said, I'm gonna teach you. And last year, Jesus came to me and he said, I'm still your father. And I said, I know. Because my earthly dad is in my life and he's going through some physical mm. changes. And it's such a terrible thing to watch my dad be physically strong and your brain is, is, is betraying you. Yeah. You know, you're losing your brain, your memories, and, and it's such a Horrible wicked disease, thing. Yeah. It really is. So, but, you know, I don't, we're not, we're not called to live forever here. Right. In the flesh. We're called to live forever in the spirit with God. In eternity. And that's, that, I think... That's a good way to end it too because we're getting to time anyway, but yeah. you can't live in eternity forever if you don't know Jesus and if Jesus doesn't know you. Come on. Because there is an eternity. If, even if you don't want to believe us, even if you want to say that it's a myth, you know, even if you want to laugh and joke, like, but have you ever sat by yourself and asked Jesus or are you too afraid of that? Because all the people that want to sit there and laugh, have you ever tried it yourself? Or are you just going off of what you see around you? Or have you really asked Jesus who he is? And are you going off of like, I just don't like you? I think a lot of people when they, when they make fun or they get angry, that comes off the back of a deeper issue. Mm -hmm. It's not that they don't believe, it's not that they are pissed off with us per se. Right. There's a deeper issue, there's a deeper root. And if you go to that root, Jesus will heal you from it, you know? Right. But you gotta cry out and you gotta confront. And I think a lot of times people would rather stay pissed off than heal. And a lot of hard. times healing comes with forgiveness and nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to be right. Everybody wants their, their emotions to be, you know, can you just, I'm hurting, Validate. can you just, Please right, help right, me. Right. Like stop it. And like I said earlier, you know, I'm waiting for sorry. Right. That may not ever come. But Jesus is like, well, what are you gonna do? Because right. you know what I've called you to do. 
well, you're going to have to help me with this one, too. I thought I'd, I forgave. Apparently, I picked it back up. You know what I mean? I guess I snuck back over there and picked that bag right back up. Yeah, but we, we have a tendency to do that, and we're very good at it. You know? It's because of our brain, man. I mean, but I do think, like, you can't forgive, really, until you talk about it. And that's the hard part. I was talking to somebody a couple days ago, and they're like, well, now that I said everything I said, I feel much better. Yeah, because you've been holding stuff in. Listen, I'm the queen of holding stuff in. My entire life I held stuff in. Yeah, I think you, we sat in the daycare office multiple times, you're like, hello? <laughs> what are you going to do? It, what are you going to, you going to let it out? No, I'm not. Yeah. Many remember. times. <laughs> So I'm one, I'm the same one when I, when I'm, it doesn't, I'm not pointing a finger. I'm just saying it, it, forgiveness is key. It's just, how do you get there? Jesus. Got to know Jesus. Jesus. And it doesn't happen overnight. Sure doesn't. I've been safe for a long time and here we are again. Right. Like Lord, really? But if you think about it, if he took everything away and made us perfect, would we Why keep would, going back to him? Right. Would we even need him? Right. We'd be like, all right, good. I'm, go I'm good. I got this. Like, cause he then he, but but he doesn't do that because he loves us. Cause then we we got it. We go away, and then we're like, oh wait. Come on. Can I come on back? Cause uh, I messed up again. It's like the the son that asked for his inheritance. Hmm. You know, and every single time, no matter how many times we ask for our inheritance, and then we come crawling back because we spent it all, Jesus is like, welcome back. I missed you. That's the hard part, is confronting what and who you really are. Mm. That's the part that people don't want to do. They don't want to take ownership of who they are. I know I'm a mess. <sighs> Unfortunately, you know? You know, I, and I say this all the time, I'm constantly apologizing to my three-year-old. Because since I've had her, me and Jesus just got on this, this wavelength <laughs> that we are one now. We're together. Because if I can't, if I'm not with Jesus, I can't parent. Come on. I can't do it. I'm going to be what I was raised around. It is hard hmm. to say, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have did that. You deserve better than that. Because that puts shame on me. Come on. But it's also hard to not hold that shame because Jesus tells us not to hold the shame. Don't feel shameful. Give it to God. It's amazing. And it's a constant. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how long you have been born again. Mm. It doesn't matter because it's always, he's always unraveling the grave clothes off of you. Just when you think, okay, I, I, I think I'm okay. I'm okay today. And then you get a phone call mm. and, yo. You get behind somebody that's slow or doesn't use their blinker. And you're like, wait. <laughs> wait, who is this person? Beep. No. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have patience. Oh, yeah, no, no, oh, I don't have that. Oh, sorry, sorry God. Yeah. Please forgive me. But I think that, I don't know why this just is in my mind, but, like, if you are somebody that, goes to church every week, right? You go to church every week. Can you just do me a favor? One favor. You don't even have to tell me that you did it because it's not, it's, not, it's not my job to know, but can you just do me a favor? Mm. Go home when you're by yourself and ask if you truly know Jesus. Jesus, do I really know you? I go to church every week. But do I really know you? 
No. Do you really know me? Because that's not really even the question. Because listen, let's face it, true story. If you live in the United States, I don't even care where you live. Mm. Everybody knows Jesus. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're Buddhist or Muslim or Catholic, Protestant, Baptist, Pentecostal. It doesn't matter who you are. What you believe, everybody knows Jesus. But does Jesus know you? And if you don't, then how do I get there? That's... It's an important, away. it's an important thing because the time is near and I... I We're know living that, in the time of Noah. I know that every... Everybody's Listen, sleeping. everybody that's listening right now, I can almost guarantee that at some point in your life, you heard that the end is near, end times are coming, blah, 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 blah. right? <laughs> I get it. My grandmother was always telling me that the world was coming to an end and making me scared. However, I'm not trying to make anybody scared. I'm just saying we should watch what's going on around us. The next thing on the calendar, the moment that Israel signs a peace treaty. Well, can we just say real quick, though? Because the first step was, in the, in, in the Bible, the first step, it says that Jerusalem is surrounded. Okay, check. Jerusalem is surrounded. So that's what so, I'm saying. So next, but the, our listeners might not know that. So, so the, all right. So, so the first one is surrounded. Israel is surrounded. Now I didn't realize Israel's this big. Mm -hmm. Okay, you've got Syria, you've got Jordan, you've got Iran, you've got Lebanon, you've got pa Palestine, you got Hamas, you've got all these countries that are enemies of but Israel. But did you see that Yemen just? Declared war. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, okay, so step one, Jerusalem has to be surrounded for the end times, step right? Two. Step two now, this is what we're waiting for. Seven year peace treaty being signed. What happens after that? Step three. Rapture comes. <laughs> I mean, like, the I don't Christian know. Does it happen? Does children. it happen right away? I don't know. Jesus is coming down or not? I don't know. The clouds, we're out, Foo. he's on a cloud. He calls us and we're like, whoo. And then is, total chaos because people are gonna be like, where's my kid? Planes are gonna be going down. Buses are gonna smash into people. Cars, constant, I mean, cause people are raptured. Right. They're out. And I know you, if you don't believe in rapture, you don't, it's fine, just whatever, it's in the Bible. Go in the Bible yourself. It doesn't read say it. rapture. It doesn't say rapture, no. But I'm just saying we don't even have caught to talk. Up. We don't even have to talk about the end times. We don't even have to talk about being caught up because the next step is let's just watch Israel. Wait, so hold on. So because I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. Israel is surrounded. Whether it is Jesus raptures the church, then the peace treaty starts, or the other way around. Or the peace treaty starts, and then... Rapture happens. How I... It's one or the other. And I just want to say real quick, and everyone's going to be like, oh, well, Israel's oh, it's always... Middle East always has wars, blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, Israel hasn't had a war in 50 years, and this war was 50 years in one day from the last war, and this war is a thousand times worse than the war in 50 years ago. Okay. But it's more than that. So let's say, let's say, we're gonna you've make this heard, <laughs> we have to, but let's say you've heard this for years. Okay. You're right. We have. I know what, for Problem 30 is, years I have. If you're, if you're just thinking that this is it, it's not. This has been a complete chessboard and all the pieces are in place. This is the last one. Right. And I don't think people realize that. Right. And that's what I, that's what I mean. It's like, okay, 
you may not read the Bible, or maybe you just go to a Catholic church and the the Bible's read to you every every week, and you don't go home and and read it yourself. Or I mean, you don't have to just go to a Catholic church; you go to any church, and that happens. I just want to let people know what it is in the Bible. You may not read it, okay? So let me tell you, because in Luke it tells you that Jerusalem's going to be surrounded, but it says, "Don't be afraid," because it's not it's not end yet, right? Then it says in 1 Thessalonians that there's going to be a peace in The birth pains have been. Right. The famines, the earthquakes, the, the, all, these, all these birth pains have been. Right. The, the weather, all these things have been. Right. Everything is in place now. But they call that global warming. I don't care what you call it. <laughs> Knuckleheads, I'm telling you what so it I'm is. So I'm just saying. You just need, I, regardless if Jesus is coming back tomorrow or tonight, one day you're going to die. Let me say this too. Okay. You used to walk with God. This is another one. And you listened to the foolishness mm. and you left. You left your one true love to be shifted over to Fables. Yeah. That was another one. Another birth pain. I just say, and okay, we gotta go. But just real quick. We're gonna pray quick too at the end. However, I heard God say to me a couple weeks ago, a month ago, mm-hmm. it's gonna be really hard for people to get saved during the tribulation. Trisha, the Holy Spirit because is gone. They don't feel him anymore. But the people are, there are people that are going to get saved. Oh, absolutely. But it's going to be hard. Right now it's easy. <laughs> because you can feel, you can, if you just open up your yourself to Jesus, you can feel the Holy Spirit. Come on. And what a beautiful feeling know, that is. I know, it really is. And I, again, I just want to make this abundantly clear that I hated God. Hated him. I knew he was real. I had no desire, absolutely none, for a God that can do what he did to me. But he didn't do it to me. And then Jesus came in. No, then my daughter was born. And he showed me what love was. And that love is like nothing else. That, not even that, that acceptance that he accepts you. Do you still feel that today? What? Do you still feel his love? Do you still yes. feel his acceptance? Yes. Do you know that you know that you know that your name is recorded yes. in the Lamb's Book of Life? Absolutely. And for the people that don't know, what would you say to them? I would, and I, I think I say this about everything, is I would just keep saying the name Jesus. Because that name, the darkness has to flee. And that's what's over your life. Those thoughts of like, I don't know, I'm unsure. Again, that unsureness for me and my personal walk was a long time. I remember, again, we gotta go. I remember being in the daycare, right? Way back in the day. And we were praying. I remember saying this to you once and you're like, I don't remember that. We were praying, remember the teachers on Wednesdays, we'd pray, we'd sit, and I remember sitting up against the, the column in the middle with my knees up, just in my own head. Am I actually saved? Do you really know me? Unsure. And you walked up to me and said, you bent down and said, you are saved, stop worrying about it. Hmm. That was God. But I still questioned it. I love I still that beautiful questioned. gift he gave me. I love that gift. But I still, still questioned it today. for years and years and years. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But now there's just something that happened. It's I don't know. It's because I just dedicated more of my walk to him. I really turned because for a long time, I saw this pastor do this. He had two ladders and he kept walking up the ladders. One was the world and one was Jesus. And at some point you can't walk up both ladders anymore. You have to make a choice on what side you're going to be on. And I think that I just decided, Jesus decided, to fully take my heart. So how can somebody else do it? 
that's how I did it. I kept searching for him. Figuring out how do I become more like you? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Anyway. That is a lifelong journey. It is. I, I don't I don't think there's it never a stops. overnight fix. No. It's you have to keep calling Jesus. Jesus, I don't know what to say right now. I think it's a matter of coming under submission under his lordship. Yeah. He is Lord over my life. I gave you the reins twenty seven years ago. It's yours. I'm done. Right. I don't I leave me to myself, I make a mess. Right. I'm all set. Like so by the power of the precious Holy Spirit. I pray for every listener. Yes, Jesus. Whether you're listening and it speaks to your heart or you're a listener that wants to pull apart. I pray for you too. Mm. I pray that Jesus would rule and reign yes. over your life in such a way that you fall under his tremendous love that you would see with the eyes of your heart, your king, your savior, mm -hmm. your friend, your father, the lover of your soul. And that he would start to unravel your grave clothes mm -hmm. and make you what he saw before he laid the foundations of the earth greatness on your life so jesus i ask that you would touch every single listener i pray that you would touch trisha and i to continue to live out this this relationship with you jesus that we know and believe in and jesus i pray that you would breathe life an abundant life into all of us in the power and the name that is above every name, Jesus the Christ, God's only son. Amen. Amen. Well, How long have we been doing this for? I forgot to stop my thing, but I think this is 53. Okay. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> we did so good the first two episodes. <laughs> Promise uh, next one's only 30 minutes. Yeah, probably not. So until next time, <laughs> we are just kicking, kicking it with Jesus. Jesus. God bless you.